BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi guys, you're really welcome to this channel, Narcon. On this channel, we discuss all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, particularly in the intimate relationship setting, where the behaviours are actually intensified and easier to identify a lot of the time. So I hope the information here helps. Please consider like, share and subscribe the videos if you are getting anything from them and feel someone else would benefit. So I'm actually on my travels as I have been prone to do post narcissistic abuse, which is just great. You can do whatever you want. You can learn whatever you want and you can explore the world and yourself in peace without anyone putting you down. And you can meet fantastic people with a newly awakened instinct for narcissism and what a narcissist is. So I'm bringing you this show today from actually a hotel in Brooklyn, New York City. Um, and I'm so excited to be here. I love America, as I think I've told you guys in the past. And I will be traveling in today into Manhattan where my son lives. So I'm going to see him and really enjoy New York. And just to let you know that I am starting Patreon up and in the Patreon section for anyone that, that wants to get a little bit more background or information or enjoy my travels with me. Sometimes people say, well, you know, can you give us a bit more personal information? So I'm going to do that in Patreon, give more personal information on my own experience and kind of bring you with me, you know, give you a bit of background as to what I'm doing and where I am. If you want to know, some people do. And it kind of gives gives you a bit of confidence on your own journey that one of us is getting out there and you can kind of see it, you know, can see it on the videos, etc. So anyway, enough of that for now. Today, I'd like to discuss one of your qualities, one of your main qualities that a narcissist really concentrates on and actually weaponizes against you. It's often hard to pick up 
So being aware of how a narcissist operates is crucial when you're getting into another relationship, when you're ready in time. And it it varies. This can be really a really subtle con or it can be a little bit more evident. And if you do begin to get suspicious of us, the narcissist will tone it down to a certain extent. But this con is used from the very beginning of the relationship all the way through. And it's even used in the hoovering stage. So please guard this quality that we're going to talk about with your life. Respect it. Use your discernment and do not give it to everybody because not everybody deserves it. And narcissists will weaponize it against you. So in part, it's your actual humanity. It's it's your empathy. It's really, really hard not to empathize with a narcissist or not to be drawn back in or drawn in initially when a narcissist does this. So let's get into it. A narcissist has this dynamic that they use and they they sometimes will concentrate on one area of it, but they'll often mix it up. So within all of the narcissistic cycles, the big cycles of the, you know, the love bombing, the devaluation, the discard and the hoover or the escape and the hoover. That's the big cycle that the narcissist works in. Now, within that big cycle are a huge amount of little cogs in the wheel. If you can imagine like a watch and you can see you open up the watch at the back and there's all these other little wheels going at the same time to make the big wheel turn. Sometimes you see a series of little wheels and sometimes you, you might see two more medium sized wheels. So let's just concentrate on the medium sized wheel as an analogy for this one, because this is actually the one that turns the big wheel. Paula, what are you talking about? Okay. Narcissists use a, a wheel or a dynamic of victim, overcomer and hero. And this is what they play on you. This is the atmosphere, let's say, that you're in where all the other manipulations are being used at the same time, like the breadcrumbing, the triangulation, the gaslighting. So let's explain how they do this and how it's so pervasively dangerous to not recognize this when you're with a narcissist. So in the love bombing, a lot of narcissists, your average narcissist and guys, they are very average. They don't like to think that they like to think they're totally superior and special. But all narcissists use this dynamic to one extent or another. They're very predictable, they're very alike, and they're very boring when you get to know how a narcissist operates. They have no individuality other than what they attach to the mask, the character traits that they steal from people and who they portray themselves to be, which is fake. So they'll come in at you in the love bomb stage by giving you a tale of woe a tale of woe in relation to what's happened to them in the past. But the more intelligent ones or the more, how can I say, the more tricky ones, 
the more subtle ones, the, the ones that really read your reaction in the minute of your reaction won't disarm you or alarm you by going into it fully and saying, oh my God, I'm such a victim, blah, blah, this happened to me and that happened to me. They'll tone it down so that it sounds credible and they'll introduce the victimhood gradually so that you're buying in. They will assess your reaction to their tales of woe as to what's happened to them before, as to their crazy ex, as to how society did them down, as to how their parents, you know, abused them or they were abused in other circumstances. Whatever their particular tale of woe is will be customised to your reaction. Now, the quality that human beings have who are normal is empathy. It's very few people that cannot get their empathy to be triggered when they hear of somebody else suffering, particularly someone else who is also you know, love bombing them and making them feel great, et cetera, et cetera, and using all the little cogs in the wheel of manipulation on you at the same time. So how do we detect this in the love bombing stage? I mean, sometimes people genuinely do have a very hard story. Look at us. So how do we detect it? We possibly actually don't, but we mark it as a little red flag, a possible little red flag, we have to put that story into context of everything else that's happening. But it is part of the narcissistic dynamic and it is a little red flag going, hey, hey, I'm here, I'm here. So we note it, okay? We note it. We note if it is used to change our behaviour as we get to know the narcissist better. So if it's brought up again in context, now they're not going to blurt out and say, hey, I'm a victim here, you know, don't do this to me. They'll drop it in subtly under the radar, out of left field in relation to, I'm sorry, you know, I'm a bit you know, I'm a bit, I don't trust people very well. And well, I'm a bit paranoid. And, you know, you're complaining that I don't get close to you or I don't open up or that I avoid things. And that's why, you know, this happened to me. And, you know, if you work with me, work with me. So when you're noticing other little red flags going, woo, we're here, you kind of, and you bring it up to them in particularly at the end of the love bomb or in the devaluation stage, they will bring back the victimhood. So just go ding dong when that happens again. You know, keep the notes in the back of your head, access those files, have a little red flag drawer. Don't be over paranoid about it. Just see if it keeps happening anytime you make an objection or ask for your needs to be met. Be aware of it. The next phase is the overcomer. The martyr, some of them can go really martyry and the others will kind of go strong, stoic, soldier, overcomer. Another really attractive quality that an empathic person is drawn to, a normal human is drawn to someone overcoming, overcoming the difficulties that they've told you they have, they've had 
and your admiration is raised. And also, it's a gaslighting technique because you're believing in the quality of this person. You're believing that they have these strengths and qualities. Now, be careful of the overcomer because as they're doing the overcomer act, they're actually asking you to support it. And you may find that you're financially supporting their overcomering. So when they're, you know, trying to make the most of a bad situation they're in, maybe it's to do with their ex, you know, won't let them see the kids or their ex needs more money for the kids and won't let the narcissist see the kids unless they do A, D, C, B, G and F. And they hand those over to you and say, well, would you mind the kids or would you do this? This is just an example. It can be over anything. It can be maybe paying their debts to help them do the overcomer, the stoic overcomer. Then, so just watch yourself. It has to be them doing the overcoming, not you doing their overcoming for them. It's another little trick to reel you in, to use your empathy against you, to your desire to help because they have presented as a victim, but a kind of a hero victim in that they're really trying to overcome their past to build a future with you, with you, because they love you so much and you're so great and you'll get the praise for helping them do their overcoming stuff. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next phase is, guys, they'll do the hero. They'll actually become your hero and let you join their heroism in the fact that they're making progress. And it's another little dip into the love bombing stage if they've been, when they've been extracting a lot of fuel and supply from you, character traits, um, monetary benefits, time, somewhere to live, and you're getting a bit worn down by this, they will re-engage a little love bomb stage in you and them, he and she, she and she, who whatever coupledom you're in, as joining the Overcomer Club. So they're a hero, you know, they've achieved a lot. They'll give you a little bit of praise for that, but not too much. This is the dangerous stage with the narcissist because they're delusional. They are totally delusional. When they get empowered up with all the fuel that you've supplied them and whatever else they've conned out of you, they get so fueled up that it's at that stage that they're looking around for greener grass because they feel, and I'll do a video on this, they feel invincible. And you, unbeknownst to you, in your support and empathy, have built them up 
because you've wanted to help them overcome their victimhood. You see how it all plays. This is a very important cog in the narcissistic abuse cycle, very important part of the wheel that turns the cycle. So understanding it is vital to knowing if you're with a narcissist or not and to protecting yourself going forward. You probably will say, well, look, how do I you know, how do I become aware of this? Because this is going on in the background. It's under the radar. Guys, you look for equality in a relationship. You are not there to be a supplier. You're not there to be constantly supplying another person with validation. You're not there to constantly rescue people or to help people or to have your empathy abused. And this is particularly important in the Hoover cycle when for all the things you've done for the narcissist, they will re-engage in this cycle. They've gone off or else you've escaped from them after going through tremendous abuse and you're on your recovery path. And they come back with a very sad sob story again about how they shouldn't have left you, how they didn't appreciate you, or they won't, or they'll do less, or they'll kind of say, you know, they'll still be on the, the down low on you and saying that if you improved, we could get back together again. But they will be re-engaging with their victimhood in that it was helpful being with you and they have kind of come a cropper and fallen on hard times. In other words, the new supply is seen right through them and booted them out the door or whatever else has happened in a disastrous life because they do become delusional in their, when they're powered up. They do go off to bad situations. They do leave good situations, always. This is why they always get their karma. They. They can never give another individual any kind of credit for them being in a good situation other than them thinking that they've managed to calm this person out of, you know, into helping them, etc. So the victimhood will be started up again in the Hoover, the pulling on your empathy. And particularly if you leave them, that's a really, really crucial one. They will suddenly become sick, they'll say they're dying, they'll say they're pregnant, they'll say whatever they need to say. They will become a victim again to engage you in helping them overcome and validating you again as a helper and a rescuer and a, a lovely person who really does want to give your love and empathy to another individual because you're a human being. Guard this quality of yours. The narcissist will make your empathy malleable. They will totally abuse it. They will pull at your heartstrings. They will make you feel bad for not feeling sorry for them. It's crucial that you guard that part of you with your life. Because once they pull on that, you can get yourself into the most awful of situations 
particularly when they're hoovering. It, it gives you the false impression that one, they need you, that two, they appreciated you, that three, they genuinely love you and that you are the one in control because you're giving the help and rescuing them. That you're that you are you've nothing to lose because what you're doing is a good thing and the narcissist will appreciate it and love you all the more for it. Eh -eh, that's not what they're doing. They're using your empathy as a pathway back to your self-destruction if they're a narcissist. So guys, I hope this has helped recognize one of the cogs in the wheel. It's really hard not to be empathetic to another human being, but if you want to give your love and empathy, you have to give it out and watch what comes back to you. You do not have an endless supply of energy, love and empathy. You need to keep 50% of that for yourself if you're getting into an intimate relationship with someone else. And you have to see 50% of that coming back to you. And I know that's not the way you think. It's not the way I thought. But now, I don't want my life to be over. I want to be able to love. And I want not to be a burden on other people. So I want to be self-sufficient. So I cannot afford, and you cannot afford, to let yourself be destroyed, let your humanity be taken away from you, maybe become embittered, become on, on down and out, lose everything in your life, be a burden to your friends and family because you haven't guarded your empathy and your humanity sufficiently. That's it for now, guys. Don't forget to like, please like the video and share it and subscribe if you'd like to be part of our community. We'd love to have you. So thank you and I'll see you again soon. Happy days. Bye for now. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.